Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Jared Parry for Boxing Social in association with Forged Irish Stout and Empire Fight Store. Delighted to be joined by Dev Sani here at the press conference. Gwyn versus Marsili. Another Friday night at York Hall. We had a big one last week, but another one this week. This time, though, European lightweight title action between Gavin Gwyn and Marsili. How are you seeing that fight? How am I seeing it? Good question. I mean, I, I am intrigued by this guy, this Emiliano Marsili, who's been a pro since 2003, who's unbeaten in 43 fights, who's 47 years old, but for some reason he's still out here fighting and no one's been able to move him along. I don't know what to expect from this guy, but I know what to expect from Gavin Gwynn, and that's someone that's going to really come to fight, come to swing, and come to become the new European champion. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And, and also, just like this Marsili guy is an enigma like, is he going to suddenly turn up and, and upset Look, he did that like back in 2012 where he was old against Derry Matthews and he knocked out Derry Matthews so I, I don't know what to expect from him so uh, yeah very good fight I was going to say it's about a 20 year career he's had no losses one draw IBO title he's won before against Derry Matthews bit of an unknown quantity although he's had such a long career isn't he yeah, it's it's exactly that. It is an unknown quantity. Like he, has, he hasn't been particularly active in the last couple of years. I think he's only had one fight, but you just don't know what to expect. And he can certainly bang with that backhand. He's a southpaw as well. He's about five six. He's he's going to be awkward in there. And if he's got the same same sort of power that he showed against Derry Matthews, they say the power is the last thing to leave a fighter. Then you know he, he could he could have a good night, but Gavin Gwynn's very much top of his game right now, so it'll be interesting. I was going to say Gavin Gwynn's a fighter, relentless, just comes forward, keeps coming at you all night. So it is interesting to see if Marsili carries that power. But it's also interesting to talk about the Queensbury lightweight stable now. Obviously, you've now potentially got the European title joining. You've already got the British and Commonwealth titles with Gavin. You've got Sam Noakes on the card. You know, eleven and 11 knockouts. You also got Mark Chamberlain, who last week came through a fantastic fight to win. Could you see maybe them three all fighting each other in the future? I think so. I think um, there seems to be a, a momentum building at the moment for Sam Noakes and Mark Chamberlain in particular. Uh, I think that fight's been kind of built up for about 
three years slowly and now it seems to have just accelerated a little bit. They're talking about each other more and more. They're saying, I'm ready to fight. And I, I think they'll try and make that fight early part of next year. So, um, yeah, I think they'll fight. And let's see, you know, Gavin Gwynn at the moment, in theory, is, is a level above. If he wins, he'll become the European champion. But all of these guys will fancy their chances against each other. And, you know, we, we've, we've got them all at Queensbury, so no reason why they shouldn't fight. I was going to say, also on the card Friday night, we've got Raven Chapman, um, hurtling away towards a world title shot, Sadlikova now the opponent. On the weekend, uh, we saw Sky Nicholson uh, win the w- well, defend the WBC interim title. Is that a fight that you could see happening in, recent t- uh, well, in the recent, uh, near future, due to everyone's like, basically sort of earmarked it online, Nicholson wants Serrano, but obviously Raven Chapman just can't be ignored at all. I think everyone wants Serrano. Obviously, Serrano's the champion. She's got the belts. But Serrano might get Katie Taylor at Croke Park. You, you don't know what's going to happen. So there might be a scenario that plays out where Serrano vacates and then you could get Sky Nicholson against Raven Chapman. Or that, that, that might happen. I think it's inevitable that their paths cross. They're both doing very, very well, both building up nicely in this country. Um, and it would be a, a cracker of a fight. And I, I intend to ask... Raven Chapman today about like, what does she think about Sky Nicholson sort of thing hopefully she has a go at her a little bit you know we can build it up a little bit but um, Sedlakova is no slouch either so um, it could be the toughest fight of Raven Chapman's career so she's got to make sure she doesn't overlook her Moving on from Friday it's, it's coming closer the day of reckoning December 23rd has it sunk in yet that an event of this magnitude is actually happening? Has it sunk in yet? Probably not, you know. It, I mean, it is quite something. I, uh, doing the press conference, I refer to it as probably the strongest, most talent-laden card in, like, in the history of sport, um, the history of boxing. Obviously, I'm hyping it up a little bit, but it does feel quite good. You know, just having Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, I know they're not fighting each other, but they're on the same card in competitive fights, very, very competitive fights. Having the likes of Dimitri Bivol... Um, you know, Tire, Daniel Dubois against Miller is very, very intriguing as well. I'm, I've no idea what's going to happen in, in that fight. Um, but yeah, I guess it hasn't sunk in. I guess it will probably sink in a little bit more in fight week where I'm, I'm around it a bit more and watch them all take each other's heads off. What fight on that card stands out most for you? Because obviously we've got a plethora of heavyweight action and we've also got two world title fights in the cruiserweight and the light heavyweight division. Which fight for you stands out the most? So... I'm intrigued by Joshua against Valin um, because Valin is a southpaw. Joshua's taken on a southpaw at six weeks' notice and it's not like Valin's rubbish, like he's, he's quite good. So I'm intrigued by that. Uh, I think we'll learn a lot about Anthony Joshua in that fight. Uh, and mega, mega intrigued about Daniel Dubois against Miller. Uh, after a fight like Dubois had, after the experience that he had against Alexander Usyk, you would think maybe he'd have a bit of like a confidence rebuild kind of fight next to get himself back going. But what he's got is a 330-pound monster who's going to weigh 100-pound more than him, who's going to be walking him down, putting pressure on him. So a big, big test for Daniel Dubois, but he's got the artillery to, to do a real job as well. Absolutely. So... It was announced last week, the zone are picking up the broadcast, UK and worldwide. However, Eddie here never ruled out that it could be a co-promotion, well, a co-pay-per-view. Um, could you tell us anything? Is, is TNT Sports Box Office potentially going in to do a co-pay-per-view with the uh, zone? So I can only go by what was put out on the press release. I've got no additional information. In the uh, press release, it said there, there could be more broadcast partners coming on board, and that's, that's my understanding. There could be.
Moving on from that, Riyadh season continues February 17th then, the undisputed heavyweight world title fight. How special is it for yourself to be involved, like a, a part of that big fight realistically, like working for Queensbury, etc.? Yeah, it's big, isn't it? I mean, it's the one that we've we've wanted for a long, long time. We've wanted this fight. Uh, the first one, the first undisputed champion since 1999 will be crowned. Uh, and it's it's tremendous. And it's it's great that there is a there's a British fighter involved. Uh, he's unbeaten. He's the number one heavyweight in the world against really the consensus number two. It's uh, it's a beautiful fight. And uh, yeah, of course, pleasure to be a part of. How do you see that fight going? I don't know. I mean, we'll, look. Obviously, I, I think it might end up coming down to size. Tyson could weigh 50 pounds more than Usyk, um, and Usyk at times did struggle against Chisora, but he is a bit of a genius as well. And people will look at the, the Fury and Garnu fight and they might think, oh, well, maybe Usyk's got, got more of a chance now. Maybe he can dance a merry tune, but I don't know. I'll be interested to see what they look like on the scales. I'm going to cast your mind back now. Only a few weeks ago, we saw the Magnificent Seven card, fantastic card, but it was topped by Nathan Heaney's British title victory. Um, I think many have said it's one of the most feel-good moments they've seen in boxing, you know, his journey. For yourself, since working in the sport, where does that rank in, say, feel-good moments in the sport? Yeah, it was a great moment for Nathan Heaney. At the same time, it was difficult for me to fully lose myself in the story because we represent both fighters. And Denzel Bentley would have been gutted that he didn't beat Nathan Heaney that night. But like from a neutral perspective, I can very much see that that was huge for Nathan Heaney. It's an amazing story. It's the sort of story that makes you fall in love with boxing again as well. A guy just realising his dream and like he's done a ton of interviews. He keeps sort of getting quite emotional in it afterwards as well. You can see how much it means to him. So it's a it's a feel good story for sure. There was a lot of talk with Hamza Shiraz if he came through Liam Williams was going to come go against Denzel Bentley if he came through Nathan Heaney. Now Heaney's sort of put a stumbling block in that. Could we see maybe Hamza Shiraz take on Nathan Heaney next year? Look I think I think with the Hamza Shiraz situation he's got he's got Liam Williams in front of him and we've just seen that Liam Williams has still got plenty plenty left so uh, he's probably not thinking about who, who he could fight after Liam Williams because look he might not get through Liam Williams Liam Williams is pretty good so uh, yeah let's let's see if he come, comes through Liam Williams first and then go from there Finally Dev you're a man of many talents your call cool fight night 9 times out of 10 we see you as the MC is that going to be a repeat on Friday night? I will be the MC on Friday night, yeah. Got a bit of a cold at the moment, so hopefully that sort of sorts itself out. But, uh, yeah, uh, this is TNT Sports Boxing. <laughs> Brilliant. Dev, thank you very much for your time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.